Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to the book of Boba Fett recap from Star Wars Sessions. Yes, we are the place for you to get your Fett and we are on hand with your Shand. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of our replacement ship, the Fire Spray, is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. It's Master Blywalker. Luke Bly, how are you, sir? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yeah, oh, boy. Matty boy, Matty boy. Another Wednesday's come round, another book of Boba Fett, you know. Or shall I say Mandalorian recap? I don't know. Like, like are we... Uh, I think I think we might I think we might as well call it that. The book of the Mandalorian. Or just Mandalorian, Mandalorian recap, to be honest, mate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, might, it might as well do that. Well, from from the get-go, we're, we're diving in, you know? Um, from the get-go, but... and well, let's, let's drop it now then, in case you hadn't seen in the title of this episode on your podcast provider of choice or the social graphic, this is a spoiler-filled episode. If you haven't seen Chapter mm. 5, then, well, there's a heads-up of what might happen, but... This it was also that was also said at the end of chapter four. So, but this is a spoiler-filled review. Go watch the episode. Fifty-one minutes, I think it is. Come back, listen to us, Lukey boy. Uh, I think that covers our spoiler warning. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I mean, guys, if, like I say every week, if you're listening to a Star Wars podcast, likely it is. You're you you know you you've been watching. You've been getting up at crazy o'clock to watch a bit of cheeky yes. book of Boba Fett. Did you get up early this morning, mate? Were you? I did, mate. I was up um, because obviously I'm working, so I'm. I got up early to watch the episode, and uh, I. What I'll say is, it's been very hard to stay off line today. Mm -hmm. I don't go online Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. the recaps. I'll go and watch that, but I don't know anyone's thoughts. I haven't been on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or whatever, so I don't know what's going on in the world. But this week was harder than most to stay off yes. because I've been so excited but firstly I don't I, I, I want to hear what everybody else says but it pales in comparison to what Luke Bly says but I know you've been a busy boy were you up at the crack of dawn uh, to watch this listen I I've, I was saying off air it, like this week has just been a crazy busy week for me and uh, even today just the way uh, some things have fallen into place I woke up obviously 8am British time yeah man Book of Boba comes out I was on it and then not long after I had a meeting and it's been back to back and then I was like oh forget long after meetings it's recap time that's so not like again, it man. I've been I've been distracted by other things, but I've also been seriously tempted to check out a cheeky bit of Twitter, Instagram, um, the, the whole lot, just to see what people are saying about this. Because I think people are going to want to know some opinions, man. Cause, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, from, from top level, we do this every week. I'm going to ask you first, mate, boy. Ooh. Top level thoughts of this chapter of the book of Boba Fett what are you thinking mate what are you thinking as an episode I think this was awesome as an episode I thought this was fantastic yeah but it raises many questions in the back of my mind in terms of are we now undermining the story of Boba Fett by having essentially the premiere of Mando season three in the book of Boba Fett it 
you know, I've got thoughts about how they've now handled the character of Mando versus Boba. Um, it's a great episode, uh, but I'm not entirely sure how much it furthers the story of Boba Fett. But that aside, to see the Mandalorian back as a 50 minute episode directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, Return of the Mandalorian is signalled in the in the title. I thought this was such fun. I loved it. I didn't realise how much I needed Din Djarin in my life until oh my I saw days. him swagger into that space abattoir. Yeah. Um, so I loved it with questions about its placement in the streaming series world. But what about you, mate? What are you thinking? Um, I said up top, mate, this is a Mandalorian recap. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Do you know what thing. I mean? It's not a Book of Boba Fett recap. And that is a problem. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a problem. And of course, um, this this episode wasn't just uh, created in the last week to stop the naysayers online. Ooh, this is, there's not enough action. This is this has no. been the way. This is, this is well, hold on, actually, this is the way for the entire season. This is the plan. This is the way. But it <laughs> well, does we, feel very strange. Well, you know, we've obviously had, and we've had a lot of new listeners uh, jumping on the podcast in Hello. the last few weeks for Book of Boba Fett mm. and yeah welcome to the show if you're new we've had people on we've had guests on and a few months ago we even had Brendan Wayne on who yeah, is boy. if you don't know he's the body double of the Mandalorian in the series so that is I forget what episode that is but that's a absolute banger of an episode isn't it it was uh, is it, it was in gone. Yeah, we'll find that it was a couple of months ago now but I'll find it whilst you're uh, yeah, right. giving your so, thoughts man Yes, yeah, so you find that, mate. So um, he said a few months ago about work. Basically, he said he worked on Book of Boba Fett with Robert <laughs> he Rodriguez, did. right? He, but he, he pretty much confirmed that. Um, and so Matty Boy and I, we were sure that our boy Din Djarin was going to turn up in the Book of Boba Fett season one at some point. Um, but I think... The expectation for me, just going over like the 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 general um, thoughts on the episode, Matty Boy, I agree. I adored, I adored this episode. I thought it was e- excellently filmed. Bryce Dallas Howard, oh. again, man, this 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 lady, man, she can film Star Wars. She gets it. It's that she, phrase, she, but she gets it. Dude, did you find the episode with Brendan Wayne in the end? Did you see what uh, number? I'm is? still just looking for that now. I'm going back actually further than I thought we'd go back. Uh, Cause I thought it was, I literally thought it was uh, about three months ago. It was actually episode 120 from June, 2021. That's, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. So a few good few months ago, we had this kind of confirmation. And I think even when it was confirmed last week in last week's book of boba fett at the end of the chapter with the 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 musical score saying yeah we're gonna need the muscle wink at the audience i kind of i think you said this last week i kind of liked that they were just so honest and transparent with where the story was going i like that however having a whole episode without seeing boba fett in the book of boba fett i think that is a bit odd I yeah. do think that's a bit odd. Now, the difficult thing here is, from a television perspective, mate, this was grand. It was grand. Mm-hmm. The direction, the acting, the puppetry, the creatures, the, the, it, it, just the, the human humour. Even the humour. 
Okay, there's some bits that, like, I, I, I can imagine some people aren't always a fan of Pelimoto. I think she kind of gets away with that kind of cheesy humour a wee bit. I love Pelly. We need that levity in Star Wars yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I, I think you do, especially when you do have such a honest... Such a... Cowboy kind of um, bad boy character such as Din... Mm-hmm. Who's got a helmet on the whole time? You need you need him to bounce off of something that's quite light-hearted sometimes, right? Yep, yep. And so, yeah, it was it was great. Listen, we're going off on one, but it's kind of we need to get that out of the way first, right? Because <laughs> our, our you boy can't talk, it, didn't he? Yeah, like you can't like talk about the whole. Um, you can't talk about this episode without without you know acknowledging that Boba Fett's not in it. Yeah, the massive mythosaur in the room is that Boba Fett's not in it. And I guess, again, six and seven are to come. Let's see how this all plays out. Is is, is chapter six going to follow Boba again? Or Because obviously we'll get to what Mando says at the end. But, we, you know, where, where are we going with that? You've got to imagine that Boba's coming back in episode six. With Or are they going to look for some more muscle? Uh, it does leave some doors open now, but... I mean, look, I've enjoyed the book of Boba Fett and chapter five, I think was fabulous. Even without Boba Fett, we got Fennec Shand at the end. There's like the very kind of like, here you go. Here's a, here's a token character from the book of Boba Fett to remind you that we're watching this series, but this, uh, but I, you know, how it plays in without having Boba Fett is going to be interesting because it is his story. This is a chapter in his book, which doesn't involve him now i think some people won't mind that i think some people will just move on it does this doesn't affect my viewing of the book of boba fett i just think it's a very strange choice in terms of where they've put it in the uh in the series like episode five we've only got two chapters left and well like brendan said back in episode 120 we knew that mando was coming back and also shout out to latif crowder as well who is the who is the other body double for the mandalorian as well but I looked in the credits. Brendan's name is on there. Brendan, mate, if you're listening, check your DMs later on. We've got to talk about this. But um, yeah, I, I this is a Mandalorian recap for all intents and purposes. But obviously, at the very end, it ties back into what's going to happen in the book of Boba Fett. So we do get that link into the series. Uh, is this just a, a the first step now into the Favreau slash Filoni verse where everything's going to intertwine so much that yeah. characters are going to take episodes from each other's series it's it's strange maybe that's what's happening maybe this is just the yeah, first step right. and that's why it feels a bit jarring but didn't jarring but oh, hey look i'm like here that. for it because the episode was if the episode was bad then i think oh no this isn't good for the series i genuinely would think that as well but the episode was great i loved seeing din back mate genuinely when he came in on the oh, immediately man. like ahsoka tano did i was man. like this the feels man it's the feels I know, I know. It, it is. It's mad that this character, who, in the grand scheme of things, it, uh, grand scheme of things, is is quite new. Mm-hmm. Is just so loved by yeah. the Star Wars fandom, and there's good reason for that. There's very good reason for that. And I, get, I I'm going to say it now. You know, I do think it's really odd creatively. It's an odd decision to have this episode in the book of Boba Fett, but. <laughs> um, but I'm not super angry about it. Like as a fan, I'm not sitting here going, no, yeah. "Oh, mate, that's ruined my Wednesday." Listen, mate, I'm buzzing. Yeah, I'm buzzing. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so there's that to consider too. <laughs> Listen, Matty boy, I did think of another show that did something that's similar to this. It's different, but similar, cool. but a, an, another huge show, uh, Stranger Things season two. Um, okay. in, Stran- in Stranger Things season two, you, um, 11, the main character does yep. go off with this group of, um, rejects and outcasts. Uh, one of which also has powers similar to the main character, Eleven. And what's crazy is the, the beginning of the season, the beginning of the season, has this whole scene with this group of outcasts. And then it cuts to the title sequence, Strange Things. So we've never met these group, this this people. And then it goes back to like Eleven and all, all her friends in, in um, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Oh right, that was a bit random, and it was later on in the season that we find out. Oh right, that's why we saw this. Got you it's, right. It's very, it's very good. But I remember at the time, back in 2017, this was when season two came out. Can't believe that. I even think then people thought this is a bit of a random episode. Like, what's this doing here? Like, it had that feeling, like because it was mostly characters that we didn't know. Yeah, but we needed to, and and it was actually for the sake of the story. We needed to get away from from the rest of the crew right and have 11 in this situation with these people for the story to continue later on down the line and hopefully that's what this is it, like i said it's it's similar but different because at least we had 11 in that episode and 11 is one of the main characters in stranger things yep with book of boba fett it's a lot more of a, of a character study of boba and so to leave off last week with, oh, we need muscle, and then to have this episode, it is quite unusual. Um, mate, I think I've labored that point enough because, like you said, we got our boy in the abattoir, and, <laughs> you know, he's just kicking some butt. Oh, man. Um, and he pulls out the – because that was the thing. I was like, the Darksaber. Like, when – I was even saying this the other other day, like Luke Skywalker obviously turned up at end of Mando season two. What was that room like after that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like, like, uh, what just happened, uh, guys? Yeah, because you don't even see Bo-Katan or you don't see any of the other people like say anything. And they're no. just sitting there watching. And they must have thought themselves like, what is going on? We know, though, something I thought of today was Fennec Shand obviously got off that ship? Yep, and and like met up back with Boba to go to Tatooine. Like we we've already known that, so I suppose everyone went right. See you later. That's done. I don't, I don't know. know. Was, I, I, I don't know. Fennec knows. Fennec saw the the Luke Skywalker moment. She's aware of Omega, as we've mentioned on our socials this week. So Fennec knows an awful lot of stuff when it comes to the events that are happening in this time period, and also significant events or, or or people in Boba Fett's life so you, you, there is talk online as you know is that just, is, is she just going to pretend that that never happened that she met Omega uh, or doesn't recognise or anything like that or, or the Bad Batch all look like Boba Fett essentially as well so you know we're, we're, how where are we going with that but you know that will be explained at some point but when I mean, we should have set up top that we are going all in with your din and and we are because when yeah. when he comes into the space <laughs> abattoir, I was, I was waiting for Rocky Balboa to come in and start fighting them. But um, 
they 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 show the best cast spear and they show that you know it's obvious there and you're like okay this is this is mando post um chapter 16 now but they don't obviously the dark saber's sheathed away it's hidden and then they you know he, he boba's sorry din oh here we go din is there to go and see Cabba Bayes. He's got a bounty fob for this geezer, um, yeah. this Clatoonian um, meat packer. And, he get, you know, these guys end up shooting him up. But then, but then Din, he's had enough. Din, Din just goes mental on them oh, with the Darksaber. He, uh, he, he, cut, he cuts one of them in half. He stabs one. He, he chokeslams Cabba onto the table. And, and you see him get bisected. And I'm like, this is... This is, you know, this is, if this is what people want, this is it. I mean, this is someone got absolutely ham. This isn't a Disney show, but it is. Um, but at that moment, when I saw Din just go absolutely psycho later on in the episode, or about 10 minutes later, uh, my theory of, you know, Din is lost. Din is lost without his boy, his son. And, uh, and seeing Din go that psycho, that felt like a man who is, you know, he's not on the right path. That's what I'm getting from. Din Djarin, it was awesome to see. Listen, I would happily see Din Djarin slice everybody up with that Darksaber. But I'm thinking, this is a man who doesn't know the path that he's on anymore. And of course, the further in the episode we get, that is, uh, he's thrown further off of his path. But it was a heck of a way to reintroduce the character, mate. Yeah, I thought that too. What What is it with Bryce Dallas Howard, by the way, and Clatoonians? She loves a Clatoonian, doesn't she? She really does. <laughs> Because, you know, chapter four of Mando, season one, you know, the Clatoonians are basically the raiders, aren't That's they? Right. On the on the village, on the village. That's it. So yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I loved that. And what an intro. And the saber, like you said, that intro was it was it was mad. Because there is that leg, thought of yeah, mate, he cuts a few things. <laughs> yeah. He cuts a few things. It was it was it was ace. It was some very good, you know, Din's not playing around. No. Right? Just because no. he's got his kid out there somewhere, you know, he's not, he's not, you know, he's still. Let he's rage out. Yeah. He still needs to be feared, right? Yeah. Mate, very impressive. Very impressive. Strong start to the episode. Strong start to the episode. Um, yeah. And obviously our boy gets injured. I kind of mm. liked that. I like that. Makes sense. He doesn't know how to handle a, a sword like that. And there's always that joke as well about imagine if imagine if we had a lightsaber, we'd probably end up cutting our own arms off because we wouldn't know how to use it. And yeah, you know, they kind of reference that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I actually think the whole approach to dart saber this episode was really interesting. Mm. Really interesting. Mm. Um, and it's it's exploring Mandalorian culture even more. Even more, and that kind of, I suppose, takes us into the, into the next bit. Oh, by the way, the planet that they're on, the Halo oh, <laughs> planet. My, I got Elysium vibes as well. The Blom- Neil Blomkamp film. It is, it is, it is a rip from Halo, though. Like it is. Have you played Halo? Before? I've never played Halo before. Yeah, it is the exact same. It it's the exact same awesome. as the Rings. Yeah, it looked. It looked fantastic it looks very very good but um i wonder how many people are going to uh talk about talk about halo after this episode. i'll be really <laughs> interested to see but that whole well i, I was gonna say planet but <laughs> whatever <laughs> semicircle, whatever it is yes <laughs> yeah um that looked 
incredible I and i've always it. said i, I, I want to see more cityscapes i want to see more urban we asked for it last week didn't we mate we asked for new locations and new uh, new uh planets or locales that weren't you know much of the same yeah we were mate we were and that's something that that i think in book of boba fett we we weren't necessarily expecting i think we were pretty much sold on the fact that this was just staying on Tatooine. I'll be mm. honest, mate. I thought Mando was going to turn up in this series, like after just being sent a transmission and we were going to see him fly in on a ship. And we'll get to that soon on a ship. Um, and be <laughs> like, all right, Boba. Yep. I'm here to help. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't, yeah. I just, I, I thought this would go in a different direction. Um, yeah, just I again, thought they'd go off world to, to get not to get din but to, well yeah to get din because you know the razor crest is no more i was like well maybe they're, they're going to take the fire spray and pick him up yeah i was thinking that i was or the um what are we calling it fire spray slave slave one slave two is that what we called it last boba week fett starship whatever it's called bobus boba fett's um ride that's <laughs> yeah. right it, it is a sweet ride Marad, Marad is one of a kind. <laughs> Listen, um, yeah, I, I, I love the city landscape. And obviously, our Mandos, they're still living in exile. Oh, they mate. go meet up with the armorer and the thick boy Mando, oh, the heavy Mando. Like, yeah, big <laughs> and, boy Mando. Yeah, and it was great to see them. But it, well, I, I was expecting a few more Mandos. It was just the two of them. Of, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, of course, a lot of them were wiped out yep. in, in, in season in the end of season one, weren't they? That's it. We see the pile of the helmets, don't we? Yeah. and it's. Um, but I didn't realize there'd be that many. Maybe some have gone elsewhere or something. But I was like, wow, just the two of them. Like, I, you know, what's going to go on there? Just <laughs> like, the two of us. Just the two of the Mandos. Do you think they sing that to each other? Because in my head they do. Yeah, well, and, I was so. like, shut up singing that. No, I reckon I reckon um the thick boy and the armorer are thinking, look, there's a there's a man mando, there's a lady mando. <laughs> uh, well, there needs to be more fam- the way you think. <laughs> there needs to be more foundlings. I don't know. I thought um it was <laughs> it was almost <laughs> odd to see that there was only two left living on this like underworld and uh, yes. they'd not seen they'd not seen here uh din since had they well paz Vizsla hadn't which is the thick boy which i think i think in season one was voiced by john farrow and i'm guessing he was here too um because he says you know mando thanks him for the the uh, rescue on navarro uh, yeah. at yeah. the end of season one he saw the armor because she wiped out those stormtroopers in the in the covert's den uh, before IG eighty eight blew himself up, but yeah, I thought that that uh, they because he had to go to a place called Colzock Alley to find the cover, and I was like, this is a boss looking space. This just looks so 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 good. In fact, it just looks so oh. good. <laughs> oh. Like the space station, it felt like <laughs> the undercarriage of a starship. Yeah, uh, and it just oh, it looked awesome. Oh, it, man. it was a new location. It's just you know they're fighting on these walkways with nothing but open space be- beneath them, and it's very industrial looking. And you mentioned up top actually, and I think that's a very uh, good time to bring it back in that this, this episode feels grand. You know, it feels big mm, in terms of big mm-hmm, TV. Mm-hmm. This whole episode, the the production just felt bigger. 
know. You know, I know. I know. I know. I've liked Boba because it's been quite insular and small, but this has felt cinematic again. There's yeah. something about the Mando, or do, maybe it's Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't know, but this felt much, much bigger. And maybe it was because we had these out there locations which helped, but especially when we're on that space station, I was like, this feels cinematic. But um, yeah, I, I like that, especially when he said there are there are three of us, and we find out about the dark saber for those you know, who've seen clone wars and and rebels we know about tar Vizsla, who was a mandalorian jedi but it's nice to have that exposition firstly to remind us but also for people who've never seen those shows it all it took was 20 seconds of dialogue this is what yeah. the this is where the dark saber came from by the way mandalorian jedi there's a little green geezer who's trained by a jedi brought up by the mandalorians the saying grogu could be the next mandalorian jedi but um but it also sets up the idea that, you know, they, they, they name check Tar Vizsla for a reason because Paz Vizsla is there, the descendant of Tar. Uh, and it's very clear straight away that he wants that Darksaber because he believes it's his by lineage. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And I'm glad you've brought that in, mate. Brought it, brought it back, mate, because. I don't know, just just uh, confirming the canon, <laughs> especially from anime, yeah. especially from Clone Wars. It is it a great it. feeling, isn't it? It really is. So, yeah, I love that. And again, this is uh, kind of expanding on the Mandalorian culture. And once again, you know, we're talking a lot in this episode about Mandalore and mandalorian culture so again you're like well it's basically just mandalorian season three isn't it like you said <laughs> it basically is just the the pilot episode to season three yep um mate but that's not taking away my joy and my feelings um my man i tell you what what you're saying about the production i i, I can't I, I just couldn't agree more it looks amazing it yep. really, really looked amazing. The whole, all, mo- like, I think all the CG, all of the, and like you're saying, it's, it's hard to put your finger on. You're like, it's got to be a mix of a few things, right? It's just, it has to be a mix of a few things. It has to be Bryce Dallas Howard. I think it's the style as well. I think Mando just brings, he, he, he brings a class, a sense of class to to this show yep. i think he just does i think the persona does i think that's probably a subconscious thing as we've the got to wonder as well too. how much input john favreau would have had in this episode i know he wrote it but obviously man he, he show runs the mandalorian alongside dave and obviously bobby rod is doing this but you've got to wonder if feloni had a little bit more hands-on uh was a little bit more hands-on sorry with the production of this Probably. because it ties in obviously so intrinsically to his baby the man yeah yeah i think i think you're spot on there man i think you're spot on i think that makes again i think that makes complete sense and you can see it's not to say you can't see the tlc in the other episodes but you can of course really not. it really comes through on this episode it's like yeah no this episode is so important that blah blah blah, blah needs to happen this needs to happen uh, but yeah, yeah. Credit to Bryce Dallas Howard, mate, because once again she directs some of my favourite episodes of Star Wars TV and Star Wars live action. Just in general, she's—I I think she's excellent at it. I think she's excellent at it. I think she gets it, and I can't wait to see her in more Star Wars projects. To be honest, mate, I really can't. Really can't. Yeah. No, um, she's filth. And also, a lot happens in this underground part of this 
loop planet, halo planet. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just call Uh, it that for now. And there's a lot of dialogue going down and even the writing. I sit there and listen to the way these Mandos talk, mate, particularly the armorer. And it's like, man, that's that. Those are some sweet lines. Mm-hmm. Those are some sweet lines. They're just so, they have so much mystery weight. to them and, and weight, mystery, weight, but also it feels like it has authenticity, like historical value. Mm-hmm. Like she's the teacher. She's the one saying, yeah, this is what happened then. This is what this is. Right. And, he's, and she's just constantly teaching. That's why she's the matriarch of this section of Mandalorians, this little guild of Mandalorians. Yep. Mate. Oh, man. I'm Shout here out for to it. Emily Swallow, for, uh, who voices the armor for imbuing that, like you say, that gravitas. Yeah. To what, what could have been a, an exposition heavy character in the, in the, in the wrong hands, the wrong voice and the wrong, uh, screenplay could just be, Oh, look, here comes the armor to tell us more stuff. I know it yeah. feels like you say the songs of eons past, you know, told of the mythosaur rising up to herald a new age of Mandalore only in the legends. Um, we also find out Gideon was sent to the new Republic. So he's going to be there right. for questioning, but, um, right. but the best yeah, spear and she's talking about, she's talking about mm. the best spear saying, you know, what, what is this? This is the only thing that can cut through Beskar. It's got to go. Uh, the, the tale of Bo-Katan is a, is a cautionary tale. How, how her clan lost the way, um, I think I think it's great. And regarding the spear, before we get to this boss flashback we saw, the spear is is forged, isn't it? And uh, Din wants to forge mm. it into armor, and he's like, "It's not for me. It's for my 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 foundling. It's for Grogu." And she's right. like, "Well, yeah, ain't having it." And he's like, "And she's like, and he's, he's like, because and she said he can't have it. You know, Jedi forego attachment." And Mando's, you know, he's you know, loyal and solidarity are the way of of the Mandalore. So he gets his own, I guess, armor, his own kind of mithril, but we don't see that just yet. But it's all wrapped up in a little Grogu-shaped cloth, which was lovely. But um, oh my word! The flashback. How... The flashback. Yep, yep, yep. We're the going night there of a thousand We're... tears. Right, right are we going there? <laughs> I thought this was great. We're going to go. Are we there. Going I thought there? this was great. The night of a thousand tears, mate. We are going there. I'm here for it. Um, yeah, Mandalore. We've, we 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 heard about the, the the great purge and the siege, and again the night of a thousand peers that Gideon mentioned, and we just see Mandalore blasted and destroyed, and we get to see the um, the main city of uh, Mandalore, which the the name completely uh, Sundari. That's it. That big dome. That was everything. Everything that happened in the Clone Wars and Rebels yep. pretty much happened underneath that dome. Bish bash bosh gone and then like, and then it's like a scene out of the terminator this fiery world with these robots with guns and i was like man they really they all again it's people uh, and i've i've been critical of this in in the past before you know sometimes you don't need to show or say too much to get across the point i mean they could have dedicated mm. 10 minutes to this or five minutes even but they yeah. showed us a few clips and the the, the scale of devastation and the aftermath, and that was it. Same with the exposition that uh, the armor gives. She never goes too far. It's just little snippets almost, but it's enough. Like when she was talking about Tarvisla and the Darksaber, it was enough for those who weren't aware to understand about it. And they did the same here. And I think uh, the, the flashbacks were, were great. We finally got to see what the Great Purge was all about and, you know, the helmets being blasted away in the fire. 
what a great scene the whole the whole part and in that before they have that duel the whole part of that was great mate all of it uh, honestly it's one of those things where you're just sitting there and i'm just like i mean i'm just in disbelief at what i'm on <laughs> what i'm watching i'm like Right, so that is because, like you said, I recognise the city. I, I can, I can actually. I'll be honest, I couldn't name it. I wouldn't be able Sundari. to name it off the top of my head. Sundari, thank you. Yes. I, regardless, I wouldn't have been able to name that. But mate, just seeing that, I knew what it was. Do you know what I mean? I looked and yeah. I was like, no, that's like from Clone Wars because that's always been a complaint of mine. Do you remember? I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Mandalore looks like it looks Star Warsy. It do, it does, yeah. And in Clone Wars, I always think the, the, the that that city on Mandalore just looks rough. I'm like, no, that doesn't scream Star Wars to me at all. So listen, I'm happy about that, Matt, because <laughs> that means well, if they do go back to Mandalore, it's just going to be ruins and maybe something like a, a underground. I think they mentioned a well or something uh, later on in this episode. Well, and yeah, they did. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into uh, that. But it's like. Uh, mate yes yes <laughs> yes and just seeing the 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 the, the, the scale of the I, I don't know what else to call it other than like an armada of thai bombers do you know what i mean just like going over mandala it was and that felt like a scene out of a world war ii flick or something like the london blitz that's what mm-hmm. that just reminded me of and mate that was just tight. It was just mad. It was mad. Just a little, like you said, a little snippet, a small snippet. And it gives you so much more history, context of Mandalore, and therefore the Mandalorians. Mate. Come on, mate. <sighs> Matty Come boy, on. I'm here for it. I need to crack open another milkshake or something because oh, this is getting out of hand. He's getting so into it. And just, just to remind everyone, this is the Book of Boba Fett recap we're, right. we're talking about. Here. Just to and remind you, but oh. it, I've not felt like I'm doing a Boba Fett recap, but... Uh, no, so we're, not. Were, we're not, Matt. We're not well, doing a Boba well, Fett not. recap. Do you know what I mean? Like, And that's kind of abs- absurd in a way, it isn't is it? What it is mad. absurd. It is mad, but... Because the episode was so boss, then who cares? Yeah. This is great. Um, I know. Yeah, get- that is it. That is it. When I put my... been awful. <sighs> yeah, my adult hat says this is a bit daft. And my heart is going, shut up. This is great. Oh, <laughs> man, our is- heart is literally going... <laughs> literally the whole time. Um, I kid just- you not. When I spoke to Matt earlier, I, that's the first thing I said. More. I forgot it was on the soundboard, so um, something just clicked. I was like, "Ah, Kylo Ren ah. Would fit well into this situation." Yeah, but, that's um, good news. That's good news. Uh, wait for the Kenobi recaps when it would just be Kenobi quotes honestly. galore. But honestly, um, we find out that the armorer and that clan were cloistered on the planet of Concordia. That's why they didn't die. And Concordia again was. Uh, I think it was the uh, Death Watch planet or the Children of the Watch. Uh, the Death Watch, I think, used to hide in the mines under there. And that was in a few episodes of the, the Clone Wars as well. So a lot of Clone Wars um, lore being brought back in here. And another another quote which I thought was great, which we've mentioned as well. I think we mentioned it on our Empire episode ye- years ago. Yeah. But the armor says, all this talk of the Empire, and they only lasted 30 years. Mandalore yeah. has lasted a thousand, and that is true. You know, if, the, the Mandalore, sorry, the Mandalore, the Empire had such a, you know, huge impact on the galaxy, and they and they and they played the long game 
you know, Palpatine's rise. And also it was before that, you know, they, they were working before that to usurp the Jedi and take over, you know, hundreds of years or whatever it was, all for 30 years of power and for the leader to get yeeted down a, a shaft. So, uh, yeah. but somehow he, he returned. That's, that's all that we matters. But I Wait, thought I- that, that was an interesting <laughs> little quote and, and then we get into some saber training, some dark saber training, and the the armor shouting "Solus, Tard, Ain." I wrote these down, and I'm guessing that's the um, the form he has to take or the particular moves he has to do. But he, he in struggling with the dark saber because he has to he has to believe that he controls the saber and not the other way around. And he's and and rebels did a good job of this. Kanan and Sabine's training that Sabine couldn't wield the dark saber either until Kanan basically said, you know, focus, feel, concentrate, and she got it. Um, but that was cool yeah. to see uh, Mando having a little bit of actual formal training. Maybe that will play into later episodes. Yeah, I I, I think it could. <laughs> I think it could. I think uh, we're... Yeah. 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 I'm, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here, right? Because <laughs> there's a few things hinted at in this episode that could tell us where the narrative of kind of Star Wars is going now to bridge the Mando kind of verse of Book of Boba, Mando, Ahsoka, and to the sequel trilogy. Yeah, which they are it's doing. it's happening, guys. Yeah, it's man. happening. It's happening. Yep. So if you're not on board for that, then have a few beers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sit down and enjoy yeah. it. Have a few beers and pizza, a couple of donuts, and just, just get swept away by it. Yeah. Go to Greg's. Go to oh, Greg's, mate, pick, up, out. pick up a uh, multi-pack of sausage rolls, maybe a couple Ooh. of donuts, and maybe as and we're away. Wouldn't. And we're away. So then what happens, right? So, um, yeah, they have – Mando gets challenged, right? Yes, by Paz. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he gets challenged for the saber. It's hinted at anyway that um, Thick Boy like, likes to look at that bad boy in Dark Saber. And mm-hmm. um, there's a cool challenge. I'm glad that – it wasn't just another like shoot off or something like for a moment, you know, when they're standing opposite each other on that bridge. Yeah. I thought, hang on, are we going to have another like Western style standoff standoff or something like that? Like, and I know now, out. now I think about it. It's like, well, no, it was going to be a, 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 a duel in some sense, maybe for the saber um, using the saber. Sorry. Um, but then uh, obviously Thick Boy gets his little shield out and little dagger. <laughs> yeah, um, little, little shield. Impressive shield, but very little. Yeah, yeah, tiny. I was like, oh, it's kind of like the shields in Battlefront 2, right? Or Star Wars Battlefront yeah. 1 and 2. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, and a little dagger. Um, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, they, they duel it out. And Mando for a second mate i thought right he's lost the dark saber yep like for a second i thought really <laughs> that was quick yeah yeah part of me was like really that's where the story's going like he just loses the dark saber already but um no that's not the case he wins it back once once i, c- I think thick boy picks up the uh picks up the saber he's obviously swinging around he's not realized that there's that weight to the saber which exactly. i'll be honest is something that I'd, I'd completely forgotten about, you know, this this idea behind the saber that, that you have to go with it as opposed to trying mm-hmm. to master it y- yourself, trying to be in control of it. Yeah. It's more like the other way around, right? 
Yeah, well, Tar Vizsla, who created it, was it? He was a Mandalorian Jedi. He he had he had Force abilities again, unless I'm really mistaken. But um, so therefore, he would be able to. That's how he would control the saber by you know shoot tap into the Force to be able to um, maneuver it, and then that's yeah. kind of what he's trying to pass on to those who would take up the mantle afterwards. But um, yeah, I thought it was a. I thought I thought the same as well. Then I realised well. You don't ha- it, when Mando gets the saber knocked out of his hand. Obviously, that uh, I thought I was a it, but then I was like, oh, that doesn't mean he's lost the fight. He's still got to, he's still got to have a clear winner, and Mando wins that fight because without the armor, he's cutting Paz Vizsla's head clean off his shoulders. Um, yeah, but so he wins <laughs> yeah. the saber back. But the the, the question that um, this, well, it is literally a question. But he wins the fight, and then immediately, and it's a cool fight as well. But just they they take off their jetpack, so. You're in trouble if you get knocked off. I thought that was cool, but um, so he, yeah, he wins yeah. the fight, and Armor's like, "That's enough, you silly boys, settle down." But then she said, "Have you ever removed your helmet, uh, Paz?" And he's like, "No." Have you ever removed your helmet, Din? And I'm thinking, "Why are you ask?" It's a really odd qu- time to ask that question. I get why they asked it, but so like, why are you I asking think, that? I think right. So throughout this episode, we do get um, uh, Mandoisms, don't we? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's something that I picked up on too, mate. And I did, I had a little think about this. And, um, before she tells a story, before Armour tells a story, she goes, the songs of Eon's past, yes. right? And then goes into the, the, into the tale, uh, or into the account. Yeah. And I think it is more like an oath of allegiance. Yeah. Because if mm-hmm. we remember to season one, she says the exact same thing when yes. the guys start fighting in season one. And I do believe it is, it is the big boy versus Mando. It, it was, in yeah, season they had their one. Blade, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and I think it's just like, it, it's more of, um, a saying out of habit, you know, or maybe akin to, although it's not, it's not, again, it's similar but different. <laughs> Like the yeah. Lord, like a lot of people practice the Lord's Prayer, don't they? And mm-hmm. it's 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 the same thing, like uh, where you're saying these uh, set of words and blah blah blah, and it has that meaning. And so I think maybe it's a- akin to that, where she's going, "Are you blah blah blah? Are you blah blah blah?" Yeah, then maybe it's like a ceremonial are- ending to yes. the fight. Like this is We're- it now. We've said the we've said the creed. It's yes. over. Yes, because they're a creed. They're a family, and this is how we 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 realise that. This is how we just kind of go right. That's that put to an end. You put that aside because ultimately we're on the same team. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's sense. a. Fo- I think it's a formality. Yeah, I think it's a formality. Makes sense, mm. That makes sense. Mm. But Din, yeah, I, I love how we had that back and forward. You, you could almost read Din's mind and see his right. face under the mask when it takes him five six seconds with silence and then she says have you taken your mask helmet off oh it's and almost awkward isn't it it's I know, almost and then, painful and like, is he gonna lie and then he's gonna be found out down the line and then he's gonna be cast out but no he says yes because you know we know what it meant for him you know we know the reasons why he took that helmet off because of the love of his boy grogu he wouldn't have done it for anyone else and so the weight of him finally saying it and the journey we've been on but immediately but you know the armor doesn't care about that she's like well a Mandalore no longer you know you're no longer part of the Mandalore he's an apostate he's called but he can be redeemed in the living minds in the waters of the living minds beneath Mandalore which sounds crazy as anything but um, I know. So we thought we were going to Mandalore in season three it probably seems like we will be but, but if he wants to become a Mandalore once again part of the Mandalorians 
he has to go to the living mines beneath Mandalore. And I thought that was really interesting because, you know, he's, he's lost Grogu. He's, you know, he's getting challenged for the dark saber already. Mm. Uh, and now he, now he isn't a Mandalorian anymore. He's been, he's been cast out. No, yeah. he's, not, he's not having the best time, is he? No, no, not at all. Not he at all. Mate. He's, he ain't got ship. He ain't got his kid. He ain't got his spear thing. He's got, <laughs> half, a, half a thigh now. Cause he cut it off. Yeah. Poor bloke. <laughs> Poor bloke. <laughs> What's going on? Come what on, is team. going on? He's even asked to fly Ryanair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, that was great. He's, he's, he's that droid. Like, uh, you can speak to my superiors. Like, and I love how Mando is, you can just see him like under the helmet, literally going, <sighs> just then he just gets on with it because he's just sick and tired of people and droids. I can't even lie. I loved it. I love yeah. this just interplanetary airline. It's an airport, you know, yeah. That we've already we've already kind of been it's it's been hinted at in Clone Wars and Rebels and even in Book of Boba Fett and yes. just to have Din do this and also let's not forget um, Attack of the Clones too right Padman Anakin went on like a commercial flight yeah, yeah. right from Coruscant to Naboo yeah, yeah. that's right yeah so, so they sim- didn't attract attention yeah yeah so it's similar to to that and i loved that I, and i loved i just loved the inclusion of it matty boy it was it was very i'm gonna say it matt it was very 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 well executed <laughs> Look, there we go let's all have a drink let's all go mental Snip one back mm-hmm. mm. for something that's quite mundane which it is Star Wars just pulls it out of the bag sometimes where it makes the the mundane things in a galaxy far, far away. And really, in turn, Earth, it makes it attractive. It makes it go, yeah, I relate to that. I really relate to that. And it's, you know, not everything is glossy and like superhero like um abilities of this going is the through the real world isn't it this is yeah we've heard of spaceports before i mean how else does the the normal galactic citizen get about the galaxy not everyone has a, yeah. a ship not everyone's got their own form of transport so it, it makes sense the whole star line of travel mate and once again just the whole the look of the whole area when he's walking about I'm just like oh my days I'm 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 just eating this up I can't wait to go watch this episode again and literally dissect what's in the background God, what the buildings same. look like buildings uh, loves the building loves the building it just everything it's just it, it's delicious isn't it it is it delicious is, it is it is totally filthastic and, yes, and, and, it, and yes. it all and it all fits, and it fits into the vibe that the man we've seen from the Mando before, like his kind of almost like grumpy way where he has to put all of his stuff in the. He can't take his weapons on board, so he has to stow it all away. And he's like, oh. he's like, he can't, guy can't catch a break. And then he's on the then he's on the the commercial flight, and this is where it kind of hit home to me. Now he seems lost. He's, he has no purpose. He misses yeah. his lad, and he's looking at the. He sees a little Rodian lad. And then he gets out his his little Grogu shaped cloth, which again I assume is some sort of Beskar mithril uh, from the, yeah. Lord of the Rings jobby. Um, and you know you can see how much has affected him. They haven't just ignored the fact that he gave up his boy. They really play on it. And he's he's mentioned a few times Grogu is. I like that because my big fear is that they just go straight back just to to taking Grogu back. Now we may not be getting that, which is quite handy, but we still might see our little green friend. I was worried that if they, if, if Manda just goes and gets him and, you know, everything's back to normal, it, it negates the impact of chapter 16. I've said that ad nauseum. 
And I think yeah. what this episode does actually is it builds upon that because it now we know how much it affected Mando himself. So he seems lost. He need he's he's got no purpose. He's got nothing. Dude needs a ship, man. He needs his own ship. Well, he needs a ship, mate. And he lands on Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah, he got I, a I transmission, what, didn't he? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, he gets the transmission. Yeah. Um, he goes to Tatooine, and he's like, "Look, where's the crazy lady? Let me go <laughs> yeah. find." Yeah, let me go uh, find. I'm gonna go and find old Pelly before she gets eaten find- by this animal. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> obviously, yeah, she's got. Was it a um, a womp rat? Was I don't it- know what it was. I think it was a womp rat. Yeah, it was just because it because there's a BD unit like it for like from oh. Fallen Order, and I and I sat there with I went BD because I love that game. Yeah, uh, I don't think it was BD one, but I was like, oh, it's cool. It's a it's a BD unit, and and how yeah, then, good did he look? The BD. How good did oh. the BD look? Wait, oh, it looked awesome. Oh. It I was loved it, it anything was practical, Fallen Order, wasn't it? Give it it was me. practical. Um, it looked. I it. imagine so because if they can make BB-8 and um, Do and things like that practical, I can imagine they can make uh, a little droid, or a little robot, just, just with two legs and a little rectangle head work. So, oh, it looked fantastic, mate. It looked fantastic. Um, yeah, so she's there she's doing all her crazy stuff she's got the pit droids there you've got the whole gang you've got the bd unit and mando's like he's like look love i need a ship what's happening i pay let me pay you for the ship um and she's That's like right, yeah, she said to him you. i've got you a ship didn't she she goes i found yes. you a replacement f- for the razor chris and then he yes. kind of misunderstood he's like oh you've got me a razor chris I, I, I laughed at a line just quickly before that when, when yeah. mando shoots the womp rat she turns around and she says Hey, look, everyone, it's Mando. And the droids just, they don't care. They just walk off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ceremony. yeah. But yeah, she, so she, yeah, she, she called him in because she's got him a ship. Yes. And what ship is it, mate, boy? Oh, mate, oh. it's an N1 Nubian Starfighter. It's a Naboo Starfighter Nubian. with Nubian engines, mate. N1 Starfighter from the Phantom Menace and, and everything else, but originated there. It's back, mate. But us oh, my days. boys are eating well. Certainly in this episode as well. I, I'll be honest, Matt. I'll be honest. I did not expect to get this caught up emotionally with a starfighter from the Phantom Menace. Well, I did not. Mad. I really did not. But now I'm like, oh no, now I get it. Because, oh my days, the whole montage of fixing it, the banter between Pelly and Mando works very well. Oh, There's the a little bit of that sheep as well. I know, absolutely. But I think it just comes into its own when he, when he eventually pilots it. But oh, the whole, mate. even just the whole repairing scene, I think it's just cool, isn't it? Just hearing all the Star Wars isms. Uh, just hearing people talk about stuff that happens in the galaxy, which, and even when she's like, oh, it, it can fly to hyperspace without a hyperspace ring and, and the whole, and the jar was she gives them a list of stuff and they just go and find it and in return she, they get to go through the dumpster and man those like how did they find a cryogenic density combustion booster i'm thinking what how the hell do you remember that from the yeah. script without yeah. having to put it on like tattoo on your eyelids but we also find that peli motto dated a jawa which was just <laughs> made me laugh it's like i dated a jawa uh, it's just this really yeah. odd little hairy or something uh, like that. that's it hairy that's it i it's was like oh fun okay. back and forwards which 
fill out fill out that world a bit more. We we find out that Peli Motto is literally crazy, um, but she knows how to fix a ship. Mando's like, where's this part? Where's this part? And she's got an answer for everything and why she's done it. And I think that is, I think that's excellent how they imagine um, use that. Imagine if, like, she thinks she can talk Jawa, but the Jawas are like, what is she talking about? Like, this yeah. crazy lady. And when he's like, when Mando's eventually like, yeah, I need this bit, and she just goes, blah, blah. well, the, the Jawas understand English anyway, don't they? They understand yeah, basic, basic, I should say. Thank or you, a lot of them do. So, like, I'm, yeah, just imagine, like, all this is literally just made up, and she is nuts. She's, like, she's full got, yeah, blown. She's just- crazy she's um, off her head she's, she's off her head and she, that's she's fine a, she's a few scud short of a she's a few skank short of a scud pie but that's um, right we get that's a few right, of those well well, we, uh, they, she says that the jar was good find a scud in a krill pond uh yep. he says that the ship is as smooth as a gonk scomp jack so we get these daft little uh quotes as well but a, a nice little moment he calls bd he calls a little bd he calls he goes thanks little guy He's he loves a droid now. Yeah. How, firstly, how can you not love a BD? That's user? a great observation because, of course, he hated droids, didn't he? Hated. Yeah, now, yeah, he's, the beginning. now he doesn't yeah, mind good. them. So, mm, mm, but the montage good. was great, and because Mando well, didn't want the ship, did he? He's like, I don't want this. I don't want this ship. I'll take my money back. And she's like, well, at least let me rebuild it, and then see what you like. See what you mm. think about it. Sorry, and they rebuild it, and then we get that boss shot, mate, of of the ship being towed out or being uh brought out from the hangar and it's an overhead shot and again it's the reverence that they pay to this ship from the phantom yeah. menace it's we always back in the day there was that whole uh diatribe around whether disney and lucasfilm hate the prequels or they're not they're going to ignore them and they're going to decanonize them it took a few years but you know that's you know us prequel fans are now reaping the rewards of patience because we get moments like this and the yeah. M1 back in its prime. Yeah, yeah. It was unbelievable. I mean, I can't wait to... I mean, w- I mean, eventually he ends up flying it, right? Can we get to the flying bit? Are, Dude, we, are we good? Yes. Are we there? Are we there? Yeah, because Matty Boy, the sound, the sounds, just <laughs> from the get-go, from him pretty much flying over Moss um, Isley. It's in Moss, Moss Isley, Isley, isn't it? Yep. Um, Oh my word! I was just transported back to the two thousands. I really, really was, and it, it it was quick. And I loved the way the the engine sticks out, kind of at the front, yeah, like yeah. it's a muscle car, a muscle like the car, American. Right. Yeah, it was like an American muscle car. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, um, sounded such a good beefy sound because it is more beefy but it does sound it's it's the same but different again yeah. that's like what this episode should be called same but different same but um, different it's, it's just you know. modded up it's souped up it's, it's juiced up but Matty boy you can't cool, say it's you can't M1. say modded can't say modded otherwise but, the internet's oh, yeah. gonna go crazy mate oh yeah people people, people won't like that sorry um it's been <laughs> it's been souped up yeah yeah that's better so yeah, it's but at its heart, at its core and soul, it's still an N one starfighter, mate. And seeing that soaring above the above Moss Eisley and and even higher was was great. But um, we said that we're eating well. So when she's like, you know, she's basically like, take it for a test drive. You'll head head towards Beggars Canyon, mate. The oh, pod race circuit. No, I watched, when I watched no. Attack of the Clones recently, I did think to myself, hundred <laughs> percent. I wonder if we'll ever see this part of Tatooine again, like the 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 big, huge, jutting 
uh, what they called rock needles, whatever they call them, yeah. and yeah. the and Beggars yeah. Canyon in the circuit. And you know, a month or so later, there it is, and it looked unbelievable. And it looked, you know, it's just a, it's just a, it's a throwback, but it worked, and it didn't feel, it didn't feel unnecessary because again, it's we're in this world now where fan service is a naughty word. It didn't feel like that. It, it just felt awesome to see it again and it's it's just a phantom menace loving mate plus obviously the pit joys are around anyway just seeing just seeing the same shots from phantom menace and then we did we did the watch along only last week with our patrons watching phantom menace on zoom and it was such good fun but seeing that again in the mandalorian especially after just seeing it on friday but Oh my word, Matt! It, it just unexpectedly—I mean this—it unexpectedly hit me right in the feels. Takes you back, doesn't it? Did man? it you? It, like it, it, no, was, it did. It, it took me back to nineteen ninety-nine, and yeah, it, you know, everything was different. You were different. I was different. We were obviously much younger. The world was different. You know, cinema was different. It was the return of Star Wars, and now they're paying tribute to that and and revitalizing it and bringing it back to the modern modern age modern day star wars sorry and fans and it just felt it felt brilliant because it was in the same way that ot fans probably got very excited when they saw callbacks to the original films in the prequels and that they're like oh we've waited years for this the prequel fans now 20 years on we're getting those callbacks and time enough time has passed where they feel like legitimate callbacks now we're not talking about um somebody hasn't just mentioned a canto bite or something like that which i love but that's still fr- fairly fresh. But we, you know, 10, 15 years time, when we hear like Cano Bite or, or, or something like that, it's going to be like, oh, I remember 15 years ago watching that. It feels the time is right, man. The time is now and they're yeah. handling it so well. Yeah. it It's so crazy that we live in a world where throwbacks to the Phantom Menace are now classic. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? They're they like, applauded. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, Phantom Menace. <laughs> you um, would never have thought that back in 99, that in 20 no. years people will be celebrating and being up in arms and getting emotional and excited about it. But I'm I know, so and glad it's, it's the a, case. And like you said, it is it is a small thing, and it's not, it's not used so much. It's not laboured so much. It's more like it's just, yeah, we're going through this. This is the circuit, bing, bang, bong, back to, back to wherever. And it's like, yeah, fantastic. And obviously... We then get the to see Matty Boy to see a Naboo Starfighter alongside an X-wing, two oh. X-wings. Mate, it was it like, to shame. what am I watching? What is this? The era is, is combining, on? mate. The era is combining because he sees that little Rodian kid on the the commercial transport and gives him a nod, which was a nice. And then, um, and then, man, man, look, oh, listen, I loved mate, it. listen, mate, listen, mate. We know, we know, Mando <laughs> knows his stuff. We know. <laughs> He, you yeah. know, he, 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 lo- he loves a little throwback. He loves being a bit cheeky. What does he do? He gets into space with that starship. He tries spinning because that's a good trick. He's spinning around and that's when he's caught by the New Republic. They pull him over because he's just oh spinning my. like little Annie. <laughs> oh, my. Of course. Because it is it a good trick. Mando so, tries spinning. That's a good trick. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. It's special, isn't it? It really is special, this episode. And we get uh, a new X-Wing pilot who I recognise. I recognise the new pilot. He is new, isn't he? Uh, he's Rob- new, but the credits told me it was Max Lloyd-Jones who was the stand-in for Luke Skywalker in Chapter 16. No He was way. the body. Yeah, no, he's the body, man. That's who it was. 
Yeah, man. Let's have a look. I so I thought it was a different guy. All right, okay. I didn't Light immediately Jones. recognize him, but I always look at the credits. You know, you know me. I have subtitles on. I always look at the credits to see if I've missed something. Um, and then I saw Max Lloyd Jones, and I thought I recognized that name recently. I've I've seen it. I was like, who? And I was like, oh, that's Luke Skywalker's. You know, the body of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sixteen. But Carson Tever's back as well. Our boy Carson. Um, the, the New Republic, they're probably right couple of jobs worth, aren't they? they? Every time Mando has a bit of fun, uh, they're pulling him over, asking for his, um, to ping him his, like, their transmitter code and whatever. Yeah. They like to ruin the fun. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. deserve the Hosnian Prime cataclysm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the nearly Coruscant, but not quite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I, I'm sure hole. we'll talk about that another time. That's Maybe good, in the pub. Good Probably in the pubcast. Let's do it on the pubcast, shall we? That's yeah. a good idea. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You'll find us talking about that but yeah yeah but seeing but to your point mate yeah I, I'll, I'll let you run with this because i know how excited you were to see it but the n1 from the prequels the x-wings which are notorious more known more famous obviously for being in the ot the the og ships themselves yeah. starship yeah seeing yeah. them in, in frame together mate well it's just it's just surreal looking at it isn't it just mm-hmm. seeing it there like you said the the eras just kind of combining and just but it it makes sense. It makes complete sense. And that's what I like. It's not shoehorned. It's just like, yeah, it's it's pre-Empire, so there's not the like the tracker on it and all these yeah. other things. It's just it's un it's not regulated. It's it's from a different time. Yeah. So it's not being it's not to modern standards, quote unquote modern standards. And again, that feels just like the real world, right? And I love the Earlier on, I think it was Pelly who said, yeah, all of this, this is made by hand. This is made by humans, yes. not by droids, right? Yeah. This is the Crafted. creme de la creme. This is, this is from Naboo. This was yeah. Yeah, commissioned and, uh, what's that word, requested by the queen of Naboo, like just whoever the it. ruling monarch is at the time. You know, so he's basically, he's basically saying that this is a, a ship fit for royalty. Uh, and and does, didn't he look good in that? Obviously, the Beskar and the chrome of the ship just go so well together. But didn't he look good in that ship? Oh, I wonder if we'll give it a paint job he, or what. But he looked great. No, it looked fantastic. It looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, and I'm here for it. I love that it's quick. It's super God, quick, mate. and he's getting used to like those new controls. Seeing the cockpit, just a small thing. Just seeing the cockpit. And right now, I'm fanboying. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm taking it all in, right? Just seeing the cockpit and him like pressing the buttons, flicking the switches. I'm like, yes, yes. Small this thing. Is, this I is wizard. It. It, well, <laughs> this is wizard. Well, mate. Matty boy. Yeah. I mean, you've pulled out the big guns now, mate. You've done it. You've done it. Well, he lands and our boy is like, yeah, wizard. Go <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. on. Giving, uh, giving um, Annie's little mate some, a pat on the back there. This is so Phantom Menace. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. Um, yeah, really, really happy. Really, no. really happy with this sequence, mate. Can't argue unbelievable. with that, mate. Uh, a few questions about the ship as well. I mean, they've mentioned that the droid holster was taken out. Is is that where Baby's going to sit? Uh, if 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 Din is a bounty hunter, where where on earth is he going to stow his bounties on a on a star on a star fighter? But uh, again, they can they can mod it up. I'm sure they'll find a way to do that. Um, but yeah, I, th- that whole sequence was just like a joyous sequence from the montage to and it's in the air to when he comes down. It is just like a love letter to 
star to Star Wars fans, to Starfighter fans, and to prequel fans as well. But just yeah. to Star Wars fans all over, and uh, and yeah. then but then we finally get our tie into the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, the Queen Fennec Shan, she's at the hangar waiting. Um, she just found she did, she she was locked out, and she just she found a way in because that's what Fennec Shan does. Um, you know, she says, you know, Boba wants muscle. It's not a bounty. And Din's like, for Boba Fett, well, it's on the house. But first, I have to pay a visit to a little friend. And at once, the whole world stood up. And you know what they said, mate? More! (laughs) I would like to see the baby. (laughs) They shouted that out in unison, (laughs) of course. And then they shouted as well. So, um, yeah, that ended. And that's what I was alluding to earlier on. Are we going to see Mando having a little uh, meet up with Grogu and Luke and maybe get a bit of dark cyber training? Or is oh. that going to be saved for the Mandalorian? Oh, my days. You know, what, are we going to, because surely that takes away completely from the book of Boba Fett now. If, if it's, if they start or they show Din and Grogu and possibly Luke, surely that completely just ruins the idea of this is Boba Fett's story. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I'm I'm not sure. I'm really, really not sure. What is next week going to bring? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go? So Mando said, but first, before I help Boba, I need to go see the kid. Right? Basically, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Well, and they were very does, does Fennec, saying that. Does Fennec then just go back to Boba and go? No, Mando's busy at the moment, but he's going to help <laughs> us later. Exactly. We've got two episodes. And this is why the positioning in the in the series is very odd because we've got two episodes left. And this is why I'm yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure. I mentioned it on the watch long. I'm a hundred percent sure we're getting a season two because too much has to happen now in chapter six and seven to establish Boba, to get rid of the pikes, to make this season f- have worth, essentially. It's too much has to happen. So I think they're gonna have to give it a season two to to um elongate it and maybe have it cross over with Mando and Ahsoka. He they were very explicit in saying, you know, I'll help out Boba Fett on the house. I love that man. Broba Fett. But first I have to go and see my little buddy. Now um, that obviously me we obviously now can fathom ascertain, sorry, that Mando knows where Grogu is. He Luke's somehow communicated with him and said, I know I I'll tell you where we're gonna be otherwise he's going on a wild goose chase. So that was an interesting bit of news. But now how long is it going to take him to get there? Will Mando now show up in Chapter 7 and Chapter 6 will be them recruiting more muscle in the meantime? Yeah. Who knows? But I, I, I listen, I, I will give my final thoughts on this episode, but I will say I need to see more Boba now in Chapter 6 because I've loved what I've seen from Chapter 1 to 4. It's not like we haven't had Big Boy Boba, but this was a standout episode. And, our, and the titular character was nowhere to be seen. He, I think he was mentioned once. Right. I th- this next yeah, episode has so. to go Boba heavy because we've seen everyone's had their moment to shine. Boba had his when he took out those uh, Nictos. But Boba now needs to come to the forefront and show why he is the big dog. Yes. Yes. It's because now we're back to the start, aren't we? We're back to like that 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 question of, well... I adored this and I adored mm-hmm. what we saw and I'm here for it. I think everyone probably listening enjoyed this, right? But it wasn't a book of Boba Fett episode. It wasn't. <laughs> it just wasn't. So 
what, like, what even even the musical score on both of the outro and intro was like a mix right of oh, or yeah. not, maybe not the outro but um I, I don't actually remember of the mandalorian theme with both the intro theme. definitely was the outro was certainly started off as the book of boba fett end credits i know that right yeah i think you're right actually so it's I just jamming along my bad my bad yeah because that's a banger anyway that is a beast it was um it's a fun one i think you're right i i think we're gonna see boba i don't know what they're gonna do but as well you kind of have to now wait till next week to comment <laughs> on that part of it don't you because we don't know but you're you're spot you're spot on if if boba is barely in the next episode then that's worrying yeah, you know have that's, enough story that's not here. good that's not a good thing is it it's good maybe for mando and that side of good the story the law, the canon, like expansion yeah but for the boba thing it's like well what i'm saying is this mate let's have a think let's 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 go back to the drawing board for a second okay so okay so they wrote this series okay they wrote book of boba and they wrote the plot to it and they would have gone well for something to happen and this is i'm making an assumption here for something in six and seven to happen we need mando back Mm -hmm. okay so to do that we can't just have him turn up without giving the the reason as to why the background as to why i think you maybe could have got away with that but that might cause complications later down the line in season three of mandalorian yep so they need to get it out of the way now that is why this is a soft season three start to mandalorian mm-hmm. and by soft it's hard yeah <laughs> soft, it's unbelievable <laughs> i think it also yeah. also kind of answers why book of boba fett had a really random episode count of seven most have six or eight this is seven maybe the maybe the book of Touché. boba fett in itself has six episodes and this will this will still be recognized as a boba fett episode episode sorry but you know we're going to get six boba centric episodes and then we have this one which is almost like a almost like 4.5 or whatever you want to call it 5.5 touche touche yeah seven is a very strange uh, episode count to have but um yeah we need for me anyway i need to see big boy boba i want to see more of that godfather style stuff we got in the last episode i want to see boba building his family his muscle because i you, you do worry is there enough story if there were seven episodes and if, if seven was always the plan then one of them one has been completely taken so unless six was the plan and then they decided you know what let's have let's throw amando in and bump it up to seven then that's fine at chapter six and seven going to answer that question and, and john dave bobby rod in terms of how they've given us this show uh they've given me nothing to worry about because i've enjoyed 3.75 of the episodes chapter three was fine but yeah. i've enjoyed the other ones i've loved this one so i've got no uh, worries about the book of boba fett um stick in the landing would be but i i would i would like to see chapter i do hope sorry now that chapter six focuses on boba and Boba only, and show us that this story has meaning. This story story has necessity, and it isn't just let's bring Boba Fett back and do an ep- do a series about him because we like him. Let's give it some real weight now, and hopefully they're going to announce season two immediately after this because I generally think this needs a season two to fill well, it let's out. Let's see. Let's see. 
Let's say it, it, mate. But I enjoyed this, mate. Great episode. It didn't really further the story of Fett. We got a flashback at least with the great purge. Uh, the prequel squad were dining well. We, uh, you know, we, 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 Grogu was mentioned. We know he's got a little gift for him. Maybe Luke Skywalker can show Manda how to use that dark saber in season three. That would be an unbelievable scene. But all this did for me, mate, for now, is justify that the Mandalorian Din is a cooler character. And I know that's heresy and apostate to say to many people, but one episode has shown up and completely bossed Boba. I agree in, in that. And I, I agree, want Boba to turn the tables in the next two, because I've really grown to love Boba mainly because of this show and the Mando. I hope Boba comes out swinging in six and seven. And I'm like, no, no, this is, this is his show. Mando was just a sideshow, but we've got two, two episodes left, mate. Let's see where it goes. I think Mando's going to appear in them. I think they're throwing. I think they're throwing us a curveball with the whole. Mm-hmm. Well, first I need to do this, this, and this. Maybe I we'll wonder, see that in chapter season three. I think. I think we will see. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think he's going to go off planet. I think he gets stuck on Tatooine for some reason and ends up helping Boba anyway. Ooh, good show. That's what I think. And maybe the Pikes or something steal the Starfire or lock down Mos Eisley. Something like that, Ooh, where shout. Mando is then pushed and forced to help Boba. Yo. Boba maybe comes to rescue or something in his rancor, riding the rancor. I want to yeah, ride of course. it. Is that Do you know what I mean? They've got to fill that out as well. Yeah, there's a lot that's going to go. There's a lot that's going to pop off, mate. This is going to be madness. Man, if Boba comes and saves Dean, that will be boss as well. You know, Boba's yeah. like, I am the man. I am the man here. This is yeah. my tattoo. This is mine. And yeah. this is my rancor. Well, it's mine. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ride and then it. The, oh, mate, you wait. You wait. The mods will come and save him instead. <laughs> oh, and then Bob will fly in on his jetpack. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm late. Sorry. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, mate, Robert spot. Rodriguez is directing the last episode. Anything could happen. But- <laughs> Anything could happen. Exactly. <laughs> but listen, next week, oh, Dave mate. Filoni is directing, isn't he? So that could be pretty tasty. Uh, yes. Mate, mm. this that's exciting. Bo- uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed the Mando episode because she has a handle on that character now. I think she's gets Dinjarin and how to portray him. Dave Filoni's coming back. The last episode he directed, mate, the Jedi, Ahsoka Tano. Oof. Now, why? I mean, they could just be bringing him in to give him experience, or they could be bringing him in for another reason. They could be bringing him in warm, or they could be bringing him in cold. Either oh way, my days! We're getting some that. big. I think we're getting some reveals next week, mate. And I think Bob is going to be in the centre of it. I hope so. I, I think we could get some reveals, but if we don't, I'm good with that too. Do you of know course. what I mean? Like, I know a lot of people are saying, Cad Bane, Cad Bane is going to... It's me. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, let's <laughs> slow down, guys. Don't, don't, like, let's just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Don't set yourself up for disappointment. Don't just, re- don't spe- set your expectations just on that, right? I'm sure it's going to be great crack. Dave Filoni really has delivered with his live action stuff, I think. So, my man, what are we? I, I suppose we're at that part of the show. Yes, we are, mate. Um, the ratings. The uh, Book of Boba Fett. Right. Oh, yeah. Chapter, well, this is going to be weird. Okay, right. So, chapter five uh, Return of the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bit on the nose, but. Um, what are we saying? Matty Boy, do you want to go first? Or do you want me? You go first, I go first. Uh, you I first? think I went first last time, I think. So I'm going to ask you. I think I'd anyway. What are you going to give the Return Sorry, return of the Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett episode? Oh, 
it's really hard because I have two answers. <laughs> well, yeah, there's okay. What would you give it as a book of Boba Fett episode, and then as a standalone Star okay, Wars? Should we do episode? it like that? Should we do it like that? I will only count the. Well, oh yeah, go on, go on, yeah. Book of Boba Fett episode four out of ten. Okay, yep. There's no Boba Fett in it. The main oh, character. Book of Boba Fett. It. I'm giving it a one out of ten. I'm literally giving it a one out of ten because we Phoenix Shan shows up at, with thirty six to go. Yeah. Oh my days! It's hard, isn't it? And that's it's not because now, this was a as, bad episode, but right. in terms of the book of Boba Fett, it just had very little. And again, if anyone's listening and thinking, "What's this gone about?" Uh, unless I and Luke, we've both missed something massive. Then you know, in, in terms of furthering the story of Boba Fett, I don't think this episode did that. Apart from at the end when we realise that Mando really likes Boba and Fennec gets on with Mando. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it though. Me too. Me too. Maybe so we give it. Maybe, man, what would I give it? I'd give it, like, generally, I think this is a pretty damn sweet episode, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'd be tempted to give it 8.8 out of 10. Oh, you naughty man. Yeah. You bad I think, boy. I think there's, it's, I really, I just really enjoyed this. It gave me good feels. It gave me good feels. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, mate? I'm going to throw it to you, man. So you've already said as a Book of Boba episode, just solely based on that, it's a one out of 10. Generally, what are you saying? Uh, as a general episode, as a as a Mandalorian tie-in episode or whatever, this gets a big fat nine out of 10 for me. Um, again, oh. leaving, that, leaving that extra mark because I'm hoping to get more in the next two, which bumps it up. Uh, I want to get a 9.5, a 9.8, or 10 in the next two episodes, but... Nine out of ten for me, and my one out of ten isn't meant to be a negative on the show itself. It's just this didn't this wasn't a book of Boba Fett episode. It certainly didn't feel this felt like the Mandalorian season three premiere, uh, which isn't uh, never going to be a bad thing. But um, so I'm going nine. Luke's going eight. If we're using those two figures, currently my average is eight point two eight for the series, and Luke so far is seven point nine four. Um, I thought if we added in the four and the one, it would drastically bring those down. So. But that's not. Go. But again, we're both we're both kicking around the eight out of ten mark so far, and hopefully the final two chapters can um, elevate those higher, and we can get more uh, good stuff from Floney and Bobby Rod in the last two episodes because look, we, we we've done all right so far with Boba Fett five chapters in. Yeah, four chapters in. Yeah, we're having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun, mate. I tell you what, though, it's left me really excited. And also a little confused for next week, and I think that's a great place to be in. Yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm genuinely curious what is going to happen. I need to know what's going to happen. So that's ace. That's great. So I'm here for it, mate. I'm here for it. What a ride! What a ride! What oh, a ride! Man, we, we can't complain, can we? Like last week, we were told look, Mando's showing up. We got him. This week, we were given mm-hmm. an ambiguous answer. So we, we're going into next week full of excitement and kind of what ifs. And look, you, you, uh, that, that works for me, you know, but yeah. it's how, you know, given and taking, I think that's perfect. So um, I just mentioned, let, have we missed something here? Have we really missed some vital component as to, and, and we've scored this far too low for a book of Boba Fett episode. Let us know. Did you, did you guys think this felt like a Boba Fett episode? This belonged or are you with us? You thought, well, it was a fantastic episode. 
but not to call it a book of Boba Fett recap almost feels almost feels wrong. But you can let us know because that is that for this book of Boba Fett recap. Where can the world find us online, Master Blow? Because tell us their opinion. They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Uh, drop us a voice note. We love a voice note, don't we, mate? We do. They're always fun. They're always good crack. Or just a little message to our email. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And don't forget about the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Join in the fun. Loads of extra content on there for $2 a month. You spend more on a cup of coffee. Come on. No brainer. <laughs> Loads of content on there. Good crack. Uh, have a look. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. For those who follow our socials, you know I spend that every day on a coffee if you've seen our stories. But uh, if you want to listen to us, you can because we're in your ears now. Otherwise, you can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon, Stitcher, TuneIn, everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast. You're going to find us there. If you love our show, please consider leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which now includes Spotify. So shout out to all those who have contributed to that Spotify rating blast we've had. Uh, Five stars really helps the show grow. It gets new listeners in. And it's another way to hear from all of you each and every week. Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell BD1, tell your cousin. The more the merrier, the castle spicier. Yes, tell Robert Rodriguez. Tell him that. (laughs) And tell him that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. I would like to see the baby. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh.